Last week, I left you pondering on how on every TV show, everyone seems to know what's on a piece of paper just by glancing at it. Even if it's like 75% filled in really, really tiny Times New Roman font, they can look at that piece of paper and know exactly what that paper entails. And then you know what's coming next. It got me thinking. There's so much more that happens on movies and TV shows that seem to be normal and you think to yourself, this is not what people in real life do. So I'm sure you can guess what this episode is about. Welcome to Edition Unfiltered, not your average sitcom. I figured we got really deep last week, so might as well go light and breezy this week because we need to oscillate, not be a dead straight line because that outcome is scary and unknown. Another topic for another day. I'm going to take you through all the things that I've seen in movies and TV shows that just is not the way life works and made me question everything and made me question whether it's just me that's not living life this way and everyone else around me is, but that's not the case. And also, when I didn't live in the States, I kind of assumed some things just happened in America because they were shown on TV, so it just happened here and it just didn't happen anywhere else in the world. But now that I live here, I know for a fact they don't happen ever. But let's start with communication. Communication seems to be an illusion in TV and movies. There's always a really, really simple miscommunication and no one, no one ever stops to clarify with the other person. All it takes is a 10 second conversation and every miscommunication, every misunderstanding just disappears. But we're just, no, we need to drag this out. Picture this, the guy's like, wait, it's not what it looks like. I can explain. And then he doesn't say anything and the girl's like, Just forget it, Sam. And then storms off and spends the rest of the movie or the rest of the six episodes sucking. But you know, you could just explain. Instead of pausing, just explain. And this is one variation of a story that happens in all the movies. Like, same thing, another variation. The guy's doing something and the sister comes out in a towel and his partner has no idea who his sister is and and she looks like. And then he's like, oh, I can explain. And then completely stay silent with a really, really guilty looking face. And it doesn't take long for him to just say, it's my sister. That's it. That's all it would have taken. But guilty looking face. And then they spend the rest of the movie in sad songs and despair. And all you had to say was, it's my sister. I don't know about you guys, but that makes me so mad. And it happens in almost every romantic movie. Another thing that happens in movies is, and this is probably the 2000 movies, is the camera moves in on a teenager, by the way, an ugly teenager, and I put that in quotes because they're not really ugly, but ugly teenager wakes up in her room upstairs, you know, has glasses and braces that I guess signify being ugly, which they don't. And then there's like a bay window and a unique ceiling slope, and there's like a desktop that you see, you just get a glance of all of this to get a picture in your mind and of course the person is late for school so they run out to their completely good-looking parents and siblings that are already eating a full sit-down breakfast and no explanation is given to why the other siblings are also not late for school. Have you ever thought about that? Like they just run down the stairs, everyone is already seated on the table having this beautiful chef prepared breakfast on their plates on their table and this one person is late for school and no other sibling is late for school and they just grab a plain slice of toast and skateboard to school through a quaint town square. I've never seen that here. And this is one of those things that I just assumed happened in the States, like skateboarding through like a nice town square and get to school. But no, no one does that. 
And speaking of food, everyone in every single movie and TV show just seems to be eating a few bites of their food and then they just get summoned by someone or something and they just leave. Nobody wastes food so abundantly. Even when they have stuff in the oven, they're roasting a turkey or a chicken or something meat-related that's being roasted and they open the oven at just at the time where it's black, it's charcoaled out. And completely taken aback and surprised by this black piece of meat. There's this smoke blowing out of the oven. First of all, first of all, let's teach you some basic science. It takes a while to have that much heat damage to meat. And not just like in five minutes. And second of all, you would probably see the smoke or even smell the burning before you even open the oven. You can't overcook something. This nonsense needs to stop. Even when you go to like a diner and you sit down, you order this full meal, burger and fries. And as soon as the food gets there, they have one or two fries and they get a phone call and just leave. They don't even eat the food that they just ordered. And they put down like a $20 bill or a $30 bill or unnamed amount of money on the counter and they just leave. And this happens like even in the bars when they order a drink and they have to leave and they'll just put down random amounts of money. And nobody even knows how much something is off of the top of their head. Unless it's like a regular place that they go to. It just seems like a little fishy here. But let's go back to the food. Let's go. Let's let, let's talk more about the food because this is this is a problem. Notice this if you haven't noticed it before. But the way they hold their coffee or their beverage. It's really obvious that it's empty. Because they're just flinging it around carelessly without spilling. Just fill some water in there. Or pretend like you're carrying something that has liquid. Instead of just zooming it around everywhere. It makes me so mad. I know it's such a small thing and I'm being really picky. but. Just just drink it like there's coffee in there. And what's with these professional looking meals made at home? Like no one on TV is eating beans on toast. Food is always cooked and it looks like it's been made by a professional chef. It's like perfect presentation, quantities that are not even made for normal people. And it's a shame because nobody barely touches the food. I just feel bad. And grocery shopping? Oh my god, one brown paper bag. Just one freaking brown paper bag. See, this is one of those things that I thought just happened in the States where people just buy groceries in like this one brown paper bag and they have like celery sticks and coriander and a French baguette and that's always sticking out in this just brown paper bag and that's all they ever need for the week. But that's not very accurate because nothing that you ever get from the grocery store could ever fit in one brown paper bag. I need like 16 bags to fit the grocery that I have for a week and this guy's just coming in with one paper bag. Maybe he's, he's shopping for the day, but still not even possible. And to fit all of those things in, don't you think it would tear or it would be extremely heavy to carry? So it just, it doesn't make sense. It just, it doesn't make sense. Another thing that comes out of this brown paper bag is just like some random brown fruit, either apples or oranges. They just roll over from the grocery bag just before something's about to go wrong. If you've never noticed that, just keep an eye out for that. If you see an apple rolling, shit's about to go down. So I learned this about the brown paper bags is the reason that they have food sticking out of it is so that you don't concentrate on what's in the bag because you as a viewer is curious about what's in the bag. And so they show you these things so you concentrate on what the conversation is or what's going on as opposed to the bag. So I guess, fine, we'll, we'll accept that, but only that. Are you ready for the other one? All right, here's the other one. Let's go into something that's even just more gut-wrenching. Talking about it makes me want to throw my laptop into a wall because it's just it's it's just completely pointless. People in the show waste so much time 
going to somebody's house or somebody's place or to meet somebody and in America stuff is not nearby so they obviously had to drive a long way or get go out of their way to go somewhere unless they're in the city but even if they're in the city there are so many places like downtown and midtown everything is so huge it definitely takes you a while to get to where you need to go so they waste so much time to go there just to talk to talk to this person for 30 seconds about something plot relevant and then just leave right away. First of all, that conversation could have had on the phone. Second of all, if you're going through so much trouble to get to somewhere, especially if it's at your friend's house and you might as well sit there for a while because you spend like an hour to have a 30 second conversation. I'm not exaggerating at all. Why do we do this? Why do we feel the need to do this? Also, speaking of phone calls, here's another banger. Just hang up the phone without saying goodbye. Is that a weird thing to do? Just conversation is over. But who knows if it's over and you just like cut the phone. There's no conclusion. There's no goodbye. There's no talk to you later. There's no see- There's no version of bye. It's just finish conversation. I'm going to cut the phone. But you don't even know if you finish the conversation. Because what if I have something else to say and we've just finished this topic of conversation and we're going to go to another part and you just cut the phone. As you can tell, I, I really like the word conversation. I realized that as I was saying it as many as times, you could, fun thought, we could play a drinking game with the amount of times that I say conversations throughout all these episodes, because this isn't the only one that I've been saying conversation a lot in. It's a lot of them. I think conversation is a good word. Converse, conversation, converse. That doesn't go, but we'll make it go. But back to where I was. Where was I? Uh Oh, phone call. Just say bye. That's all you need to do. It doesn't even take a second to say bye on the phone just speaking of this as well phone calls as i say these things all these other scenarios come into my mind but they answer the phone especially in cop shows they answer their phone with the first name or their last name so phone rings jill that's how i answer the phone like what what is that why 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 just say your name and it's just stupid nobody says their first name or they're like oh patel no No, 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 no. That's not a real thing that doesn't happen. It doesn't even make sense. It doesn't even make sense. It makes sense if you're saying the other person's so they know that you know that they've called. But this is like, I don't know. I don't get it. Maybe because I'm not a police officer, so I don't get it. So I should probably go to a police officer and ask them like, whoa, what's this? Do you do this? And if so, why do you do this? Yeah, you can tell I feel very passionately about that one. Okay, let's let's move on. Let's move on to getting hit on the head. So this is something that we've seen happen countless of times. Someone gets hit on the back of their head with the back of a gun and it just causes them to pass out. And I don't think that would happen. And every single time, even like hitting someone in the head with a whiskey bottle just knocks them out. But I'm pretty sure that's a high risk of actually killing them. That doesn't happen. Can you imagine hitting somebody with a whiskey bottle? You don't just pass out there. You're about to take them to the hospital. They're on life support at this point. That's And then they just wake up, touch their head and go, oh. like that's the extent of their damage. You've just woken up from a small hangover. But any time you hit someone on the back of the head, they just like instantly knock out cold. And there are also those moments where they've been knocked out and they've been thrown into a car, driven who knows how long and dragged into a warehouse sat on the chair tied to the chair and then whoever's been kidnapped them waits for them for who knows how long to wake up and at this point it if it's been that long they're probably not going to wake up because how badly do you have to knock somebody out that they did they don't know that they've been transported to a different location moved countless of times tied to a chair like 
Uh, newsflash, they're dead. Speaking of hangovers, can we talk about throwing up, vomit, puke? I, I don't know why there's so many synonyms for throwing up. Let's add some variation into saying the word throw up because that's not enough. Let's have more words to describe this really awful thing that we do, which all mean the same thing that you can use in any instance, in any sentence, literally irreversibly. Throw up, vomit, puke, spew. I don't know. They wanted to add some color, which is why we have so many synonyms for that. All right, a person goes to the toilet to throw up and maybe they're coughing up blood, but they don't really, after they're done, they don't really wipe their mouth like normal people do. They don't do that. They wash their face and pat it dry while looking at themselves in the mirror and then suddenly everything's okay. That's just how it works on TV. If you've ever noticed this, just wash your face, all your problems are fixed. It seems to be a panacea. Vomit, wash your face. Having a hallucination, wash your face. Almost fainted, wash your face. Got punched in the nose, wash your face. Got knocked out, woken up, wash your face. You can tell that this is a remedy for a lot of things. It's a problem solver. 100% foolproof. And is it just me or does anyone find it weird that when they're throwing up, they're hugging the toilet? Like their faces are planted, their cheek is planted on the toilet seat. Even in public restrooms, they cling to the toilet. I try to minimize the contact between my butt cheek and the toilet seat when I go out to pee. But these people have their full-blown faces on the toilet seat with their hands around the rest of the toilet. Why would you do that? Why do you feel the need to hug the toilet and sit on the dirty-ass floor? Why don't you just kneel and, and try not to touch it? I've never been in that situation, so and I've never had such circumstances where I've had to do that. So if anybody has ever been in a situation where they felt that the need to hug the toilet and lay their face down on it has been a complete necessity, please let me know. If that's a thing, then I will correct myself. Now that we've passed the vomiting stage of it, let's move on to something that raised my hopes up very, very high. And then I came crashing down was, is the fact that Every single person has happened to find a parking spot right in front of the building that they're going to. Even in crowded cities, in empty suburbs, anywhere, boom, parking spot right in front of the building. Obviously, that's a lie. But did I know that? No, I did not. Because every single avenue of knowing what it would be like to drive in the States had, boom, parking spot found. So you can imagine that when I actually came here, how much trouble I had to go through and how much heartache and heartbreak I had because I could not find a parking spot. I would just leave the house thinking I'd find a place to park. But no, I spend 10, 20 minutes sometimes finding a place to park, especially in the city. And they also happened to just find an empty seat at a crowded cafe, a popular cafe. They just walk in and there's a seat there. That's not true. So side story, I feel like we haven't had a digression in a while. There is this really popular on this New York Times, I was going to say New York Times bestseller, but that's for books. This is for restaurants, like the New York Times bestseller version for restaurants. I forgot what it's called. So it's really nice cafe called Blue Door Cafe. We went there one day. The waiting time was 190 minutes. That was the wait time to get into this place to eat. So I don't know how and in what world these people just walk in and find an empty table. Yeah, unless you're super rich or an insanely popular celebrity, obviously there's no wait time. But people we watch on TV shows are normal people. The characters are, not the actors, but the characters are. And 
now that we're on the topic of driving, why does a driver have a conversation with a passenger and refuse to keep the eyes on the road and insist on making prolonged eye contact with the person next to them? It's a solid 10 seconds of eye contact with the passenger and they haven't crashed the car. They haven't even looked at the road. I have also tried this before I did this episode because I was like, maybe I'm the one that's a dumbass. Maybe I'm the one that just doesn't know how to drive a car. It's not possible. Your car will sway, you will hit a tree, you will hit a deer, you will hit a person, and your life will be ruined. So do not risk it. Do not follow what's on TV and have a 10-second conversation with the person next to you because I guarantee you that is a loss for you. And like, this also happens in the city. In the suburbs, yeah, I understand there's not a, a lot of pedestrians walking by. It's a lot quieter. You don't have to watch out for cars all the time. But when you're like in cities, there's pedestrians you have to watch out for. Cars are literally all over the place. Somebody's getting out of a parking spot. Somebody's just abruptly stopped because a pedestrian is walking by. And you have to really be on your toes the whole time you're driving. And, and like, especially in the show Bones, they're just having a full on 10 second conversation in D.C. In D.C. There are people walking everywhere, crossing roads, cars going in, cars going out. There's constant need for you to stop the cars and accelerate, brake, accelerate, brake. And these people are just going on 10 second conversations without looking at the road. So if you think that's a possibility, just know I have told you it's not. Here's another thing that I noticed is when I started this podcast and I listened to myself and, and I would hear filler words and I would hear um and I would hear uh and you know all those filler words I would hear them and so I've been really conscious and self-aware of that when I'm speaking or when I'm listening to somebody else speak or when I'm watching tv basically when I'm listening to summarize before I go on and on and on and I notice that nobody uses filler words think about it and the only time I've ever recalled hearing filler words is when a character is meant to be awkward or stumbling or self-conscious rather than just it being a typical factor of speech. It's just so bizarre that nobody uses filler words and conversations just seem to flow eloquently. I get it. Movies are supposed to be that way, but it's crazy. And especially in cop shows, a police officer will begin explaining something and the next officer will pick up the story at a seamlessly convenient spot and then the third one would also throw in some information this happens in criminal minds if any of you have noticed basically any criminal tv show which involves police officers this happens way too much no one in real life has ever talked like that so just a tv thing and have you ever noticed that nobody's ever asked to repeat themselves Everyone just seems to have perfect hearing and no other noise distractions can exist. And even if they do exist, for some reason, they can have conversations proper properly. Even when they're making shady ass conversations in public where there's so much noise or in a bar, both the parties can hear properly. Nobody has to repeat themselves. Nobody has to be confused from the conversation and nod their head and pretend like they know what the other person is saying, but actually they don't. They just know because they heard it. Yeah. And then now that we're on the topic of conversations, let's talk about phone conversations. Let's talk about when you're trying to have set up a meeting time with somebody. No numbers were exchanged. No ad addresses were exchanged. No talk about when they're meeting, how they're meeting, where they're meeting. We're just supposed to off the back of their heads know that all this information was discussed and just not, not shown on TV. That's all I can assume. Or they're telepathic and so the need for that didn't have to be 
conveyed. And speaking of those shady ass deals, let's talk about how in every shady ass deal or in mostly every shady ass deal, it's like, keep this phone on you. When it rings, you better answer. And it's like, okay, but do you have the charger for this phone? I know the phone that you gave me is a burner phone. So it's an old phone. It doesn't take the USB chargers like the ones that happen now. It has a cylindrical port. It has a cylindrical port because it's an old phone. And so it's like, do you have the charger for this phone? How are you giving out these phones without the charger? It's charged now, but what if you call me in three days and it's dead? How do you expect me to answer the phone? Nobody's handing out chargers when they give out these burner phones. The bad guy probably should. And let's talk about phone call conversations that seem to last 30 seconds. Even when there's like an insane amount of information that needs to be given. Let's say, for example, I answer the phone. Hello. And I listen for like two seconds. This is me listening. And I'm like, what do you mean Sid got kidnapped by a drug cartel while she was shopping with her family on her trip to Mombasa? No, how can that be? It took me like 10 seconds to say that to you, but it took me two seconds to listen to the other person say it. Does that make sense? I'll leave it up to you to decide. Let's go to the part where somebody rings the doorbell. This is me personally. And I sit here and I sit where I'm sitting for 30 seconds trying to figure out why someone is at home at this time and why they're ringing the doorbell. I'll think about who it is before I even contemplate opening the door. But in the land of the fiction, somebody knocks on the door or rings the doorbell and the the door is open for them within two seconds. It's like nobody's ever on the toilet when the bell rings or in the shower when the bell rings or dancing around naked when the bell rings because there's people are readily available to open the door in two seconds and it just makes the rest of us seem lazy when in fact nobody does that so just just stop doing that just make it realistic make it a couple of seconds and take the scene in for them like looking out looking at their watch to signify that it's taking them a lot of time to open the door okay Thank you. We'd appreciate it. So this one, I'm piggybacking off of the thing that I told you guys to ponder on the last episode, which is about the document. But how do people or how does the movie or TV show show us when someone's working? And I put this in quotes when I say working. They're seemingly tapping down a 50 page document completely from memory without even pausing for a second. What incredible talent that is. These people should not be working in an office or in a cubicle. They should be doing great things in life because if you can do that, you can do anything, my friend. You can do anything. And, 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 no one's ever using a mouse on the computer. It's constant fanatic typing. Somebody says, hey, can you pull this up? Normally, when somebody says that, you take your cursor to the document, you double click, you single click, you open the image. But here, they'll type on the keyboard and the image opens. I want to know what sorcery this is. What kind of computers are you guys using that you have to type to get an image to open? What is happening? How is it happening? And, and sorcery also transcends into them guessing passwords correctly. Like I can't even guess my own password correctly half the time. And these people just look around the room, see a coffee mug with a message, Kenya 2017 and type it in and type it in. Oh, look at that, it worked. What shit? First of all, nobody's leaving their passwords hanging out on a sticky note on a mug. It's never that easy. Can you at least make it look like you worked for the password? Please. Because I have to work for the password to figure out what it is. And what's with people wearing shoes on their bed? Or people wearing shoes on other people's bed? Like, that's really crazy. I wouldn't even wear dirty socks on my bed. And these people are out here wearing boots that they walked on in the mud outside. They walk into their house and wear that across the bed and walk on the bed too. Who does that? Just to eliminate the 20 seconds it would take for them to take off their shoes and act like normal people, 
we just assume that this is what people do. And now that we're, now that we're in the direction of shoes, let's talk about shoes and women in TV shows and movies. They just seem to run around in heels with perfect hair, perfect makeup, no sweat. And even the sweat and the smoke and whatever dirt and gunk there is outside makes their hair and makeup look even better. I'm looking at you, Jurassic World and Transformers. Megan Fox is running around in caves in the desert and not a speck of dirt is on her white tank top or white pants. How does that happen? And how does the dirt on her face make her look even better? How does she do that? In Jurassic World, when she's running in heels, people can barely walk in them and you're running in them and running away from dinosaurs. Can we stop for a second? Dinosaurs. You're running from a T-Rex that's trying to eat you that's freaking massive and he's coming after you and you have like these nice ploppy heels on and you're just running in them this is a superpower let's get this cleared up today this is a superpower especially running in heels because people can really walk in them and so if you're running in them and jumping in them and running from these humongous towers that are coming after you to eat you and you just land on your two feet all the time without breaking a single bone without even being eaten or scratched or anything it's a superpower okay end of discussion it's a superpower we need to go to marvel and talk to them about this because I can tell you firsthand that is not normal. And so if it does happen, that's a superpower period. And now, obviously, since period has been mentioned, I've been prompted to talk about how you're lost on an island, apocalyptic world, lost in a train, you're in this intense action sequence where people are coming after you, but periods aren't even a thing. You just kind of forget about it. They just seem to vanish. You know, periods like poop vanished. Speaking of poop, also poop does too. Nobody needs to go to the toilet. I always think about that. Where do they go? Because this is something that you do every single day. Well, you know, you should be doing that every single day. If you don't, might need to reassess your diet. But every single day and not once does anybody in movies and TV shows need to go, especially when they're in some serious danger. And so it just seems fitting that period is the last thing that we talk about, right? Period, we're done. So if you've noticed anything else that I haven't mentioned, or if you've heard me say something and you have not noticed it, keep an eye out for it. Let me know when you notice it because you will definitely see it and it will open your eyes and you'll think this is not actually what people do. This is false advertising that they're doing right now. If you like this episode, go ahead and listen to the rest of them. Like it, subscribe it, do what you need to do on all the social medias. Get in touch with me on Edition Unfiltered Podcast on every single platform there is. Subscribe on whatever you listen to. I have a website too that you can get all your information on. And so until next week, I shall leave you with this insane amount of information. (laughs) 